Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everyone, to the Flow Track Podcast. Happy Monday. I am Kevin. He is Gordon. This is our first episode on the Flow Track main channel. We're on the Flow Track Podcast channel for 612 previous episodes. So we might have some new listeners, some new viewers. Gordon, can you catch them up on the previous 612 episodes before we get going on 613? Yeah, so it all started in a tiny Handicam studio. Mm-hmm. On, was it February, January? 2020. 2020, pre-COVID 2020. Yep, yep. So early 2020. We never thought that we would do 600 of these episodes. We had to do like a whole year of talking about track with no track. But uh, here's the thing, though. It really picked up around episode 375, Three, 375, I think. yeah. Really, that's when we hit our stride. Yeah, we started hitting our stride. We started learning the, the names of the athletes. Um, that's a joke. Yeah, it's a joke. But for me, it's probably not. No. Keep going. Uh, here's the thing. Our old podcast channel, it's weird calling it that, an old podcast channel, old, had like 20,000 subscribers. Uh-huh. This channel has 520,000 subscribers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's half a million more people potentially can listen to us. Yeah, that's true. So there's a lot of pressure on this first episode for us to like win them over. And this will be a good indication of the type of show that we do. Because we're going to focus on things that you got wrong in track and field nah, in terms nah. of your predictions. Because last Monday's show, the loyal listeners of the pod, the people who have been with us for a lot of episodes, remember Gordon was out on a limb, it's fair to say, on a couple of key predictions that didn't come to fruition. And you were texting me about it through the weekend. So I knew it was on your mind. You were really keeping your fingers crossed so you didn't have to start the show like this. I was right on a few things. Mm-hmm. But like, you know. I can't be right. All if I was perfect, then I would be. What we write on? We'll start. We'll start there. What we write on? Go quickly. No, no, no. So we can dwell on the parts where you were incorrect. I was right about the men's two hundred not being the greatest event of all time. Not what I said, but that's okay. Yes, you want to start with a hundred? Yeah, we'll start in order. You listed this. You listed this uh, first, which means I guess. Hold on, hold on. You're willing to technical difficulties? Uh oh, Gordon has lost his head. I'm I'm stuck. stuck. Gordon has his earpiece stuck into his chair. For those sorry. Extra 500,000 people. Okay. So, you were really confident about the 100. I have been much more, let's say, eh, about the 100. In terms of, about uh, yeah, in terms of making predictions. I said yeah. Curly is the clear number one. Everything else is on the table. We have a rotating cast of number two. You said, no, it's clear. Christian Coleman is number two, and he's going to assert himself as number two. In New York City, because he's going to run 9-7. Well, he didn't run 9-7, and he got third. He got beat by Zarnell Hughes and Akeem Blake in this race. I know that's not the story. The story is Zarnell Hughes. But I think what we have is a continuation of a trend in the men's 100 where we just have so much ambiguity about who's going to make the U.S. team, other than Fred Curley, and who's going to be on the podium, other than Fred Curley, because we feel good about Fred Curley. And New York was another example of this. Yeah, so the time, the winning time is what I thought. I mean, 983, I thought we'd see 979, but the winning time 
came to fruition what I thought. I just thought it would be Coleman running that, not Zarnell Hughes. This is a huge PB for Zarnell. Uh, British record, 30-year-old mm-hmm. record, something like that. Yeah, Linford Christie's old mark. Yeah, so th- it's phenomenal for Zarnell because Zarnell has never been really a worldly type guy. He's like, hey, I can make a final here. and But no one ever looked at him as a medal contender. They all looked at him like maybe he can get... Well, he had been, but the false starts were always his yeah. issue too. So, but... This all of a sudden turns them into the Omanyalas of the world, the Simbenes, where it's like, hey, you are legit one who can break up one of the U.S. guys. You are legitimately in the top three contention. You run 983. You don't do that by accident. But before I go back to him, I'm all over the place. Talk about Coleman. Go ahead. I could tell in his press, his post-race interview, he thought that this was going to be a better race than he put out there. Like he, I think he kind of surprised himself about his poor performance. And because it, it was kind of all building up to like, all right, you've had some good wind aided marks. You've been running consistently. You had only one loss all year long. Yeah. And so it's like, this is going to be showing it all. And he kind of just like put up a dud. But this is, to me, this looks like, you know, a game one of a seven game series. He got blown out. It's okay. The he, season he, is still far ahead of him. And it's I don't think this says that he can't be the number two guy. I honestly still think he's the number two guy. Doubling down. I love it. I think one bad one bad race shouldn't be enough to sway me to be like, all of a sudden you're not him. And he even mentioned that like in college, people race every weekend, right? Mm-hmm. And you have a lot of opportunities to put yourself out there of where you are at the in the landscape of your competition. And he even admitted, like, we don't really get that. You only get a few opportunities. So when you don't run well in one of your few races, it right. feels even more dramatic. It's like, you know, you lose a baseball game. You the next six day. other games that week. You lose a football game on a bye week. You got to go the whole two weeks dealing with that loss. And that's kind of like what Christian Coleman's going to have going to USA's. But I think he's going to bounce back at USA's. I think he'll win USA's because I don't think Fred Curley will run the 100 final. But, uh, I mean, I admire your confidence in him. I'm sure he appreciates your confidence in him. But, again, I just think, yes, he could get second, but there's a list of ten guys now, I think, who could get second. And he's, yeah, and yeah, he's one, of, sure, and sure, he's one yeah, of those guys sure. because it is so open. Now, maybe you could argue, okay, with this performance, Hughes has separated himself from everybody else. No. But I've watched enough of this season to know – Somebody's the number two, and then they're just then two weeks later, someone's gonna else is gonna pop up, or he's gonna go run in a diamond league, and then he'll run a good race. But there'll be someone who's just a little bit better on that day. I think Coleman can make the team still. It was interesting in the post race interview. He mentioned his start being an issue, and how that just sets the tone for everything yeah. else. Okay. And, well, yeah, the reaction time was was slower than everybody else um, in that in that top five. But I think that's in a way could be construed as a good thing because he's always had a really good start. So I would assume he could get that back and be back in business. But, yeah, big race for Hughes. Blake, another solid one. Again, everything 2 through 10 is all written in pencil for me in the men's 100. Tyler, if you scroll up on this result and click the 10-meter splits. I don't know how accurate those are. I know, I they're but not. people were talking about it. But everyone said that uh, Zarnell Hughes' final 10 meters is yeah, one of the fastest 82. final 10 meters of all time. Running 0.82 from 90 meters to 100. Yeah, I don't know how accurate that is. Someone said they yeah, do it with GPS technology, which is really hard to be precise yeah, yeah, in 100. So why do we even do it? So you can bring it up in okay. a show like this to 500,000 people. There's not 500,000 people. It's, you know. <laughs> I know. All right, let's We're going to get the- humbled really quickly when we realize most of the people <laughs> who are on the main channel don't Lo- really want to listen to our podcast. Loyal <laughs> listeners. That's why we do it. The loyal listeners. All right. Women's quarter. Sydney, McLaughlin, Lavroni, 49.51, another PB after a PR in Paris. And she did it a completely different way. Went out. The 200-meter split was a whole second slower than it was in Paris. Then poured it on on the second half. Uh, got a solid win. Gabby Thomas, we mentioned her being uh, a legit 400-meter threat. She had run sub-50 this year. I want to talk about uh, Gabby in a second. She ran 50-29 uh, for second place. But Sydney, another win. Um, where does this put her in in terms of her placement in the world in the in the quarter right now? Like, is this you had it already? You had a Paulino, even though Paulino beat her and went sub forty nine. So I'm guessing you still have her as the 
the athlete to beat? Well, there's only three women who have run faster this year. The two college kids, Wilson and Adelecki, and yeah. then Paulino. I think this 49-5 was Sydney trying to run slow. Because she ran such a wild Paris run mm-hmm. that she probably was overcompensating for that ridiculous opening 200. Mm-hmm. And I think this was like, you need a jog. And she jogged a 49.5, which I think she's still in the 48 shape. A baby flirt with the 47 high when it comes to Budapest or whatever she decides to do in Budapest. But I think this 49.51 is her floor. I think this is her on an off day, chilling. I think this is the ultimate control. I think controlled first, effort. Is what controlled you're effort. I think she has a lot more in the tank. I mean, we saw that with, we'll get to a thing, Mo, talk about controlled effort. Like, yeah. That was controlled effort. Yeah, yeah. I think the Kersey athletes knew to like, hey, this get- is the final regular season meet. We're getting ready for USA's in a couple weeks. Controlled efforts only. And I think when you run the number four time in the world in a controlled effort, it's pretty good. I thought the same thing in terms of just how she approached the first 200. The Paris race, I think you can throw it out the window a bit just because I don't think she's ever going to use that sort of yeah. race tactic again. I thought – I know Kersey wanted her to go out hard and the YouTube video they put out, he says, yeah, go out hard. She's still getting used to the quarter. I, I'm with you. I just think it's only going to be faster from here. The question is, is it going to be, you know, who's going to be able to match it, right? Is is Paulino going to be able to run that time over and over again? Is she going to be able to go level up? Because, I mean, Wilson too in the mix – I know Bull said she's running the four-meter hurdles in Budapest. I don't know if she'll add in the quarter as well, too. It's going to take a second faster than this to probably win at Worlds, realistically. Maybe maybe seven or eight-tenths faster than this. Like it's gonna, I don't see any world unless the weather gets really crappy in Budapest where 48, like seven or six isn't going to win it, just with how Paulino's been running. And maybe Sydney's the one to do it. Kevin, there was a thumbnail on our flow track. YouTube channel, subscribe, yeah. like, and subscribe, uh, where there was a title saying 400 meter slash 400 meter hurdles decision for Sydney. Did you watch the interview? Yeah. Well, what's the decision? Well, she's going to make the decision after. You didn't watch the video. I didn't watch the video. You didn't watch the video. She's going to make it after USA's. Okay. She's running the quarter at USA's. She's going to run the quarter at USA's. USA's no 400 hurdles. Make the decision after, which is probably what everybody assumed was going to happen. Because she's got to run something. Okay. What could she do at USA's where her decision is, I'm running the quarter? And what will she do that... Like, what needs to happen for her to run the quarter? What needs to happen for her to not to run the quarter? I think she's running the quarter. Okay, so there is no decision. Well, no, that's just me. So I think if if she wins and runs 49-2, she's going to stick with the plan, which okay. is run the quarter. I think where she would run the foreign hurdles is if, I guess... I shouldn't qualify. Yeah, she just like she doesn't runs bat poorly. Finishes outside the top three. I I I think that's the direction that she's trending. Or yeah, if she if four if you're wrong and four nine five isn't her floor, but it's her ceiling somehow, and she just keeps running four nine five, and she's like, okay, I can't I can't beat Paulino. But I think this is all geared towards the quarter this year, and then both. So you games. think she already knows? I think well. She said, as of right now, I'm a 400-meter runner. Now, she said Bobby could change things after after trial, after USA's. So I think if you read – it's just so hard. There's so much mystery with this stuff. And it's so. And why is there a mystery? mystery? Who are they trying to prevent people from finding out their, their greatest secrets? Well, I think – It's only like, oh, whoa, Sydney's running the 400 hurdles. I'm going to change my game plan. No. You well, this year – this year You actually, try to run as fast as you possibly this can. This year, though, there's actually probably some Track value Track is a very in simple it. sport when you think about it. Yeah. Run fast. Maybe he doesn't know. Maybe Kirsty doesn't know. Maybe he honestly wants to see. He knows. I think the decision would be a lot easier if she was running 48.5 instead of 49.5 because then you're thinking, all right, we got a gold either way. Where do we want to use it? Yeah, true. Where do we want to put it? But I think there's genuinely – I mean there's legit competition in both with Bull in the foreign hurdles. But with Paulino, there's a real threat there, and she's already lost to her. So, again, I didn't take much from this. I, I like you, thought it was in controlled effort, and it doesn't surprise me that she ran faster because she went out – easier and was able to hold on the last 200 and really separate bull ran 49.82 this weekend so what did you think of that i mean again she's another 
it's her, Britton Wilson, and Sydney. Like that's what we're wondering on and what what they're going to run. And Bowl said afterwards she's she's going to run the four hurdles in Budapest. I couldn't. It sounded like she also said she. I'd have to watch the interview again. I watched it three times and I couldn't hear or couldn't understand what the next part was in terms of four hundred and four by four. But for she's for sure running the four meter hurdles. So yeah, Bowl look what Bowl ran indoors and look what Britton Wilson ran outdoors up until uh, NCAA's and look what Adeleke ran at NCAA. Like there's five people that could go under 49 seconds this year and one who already has. So Do you know it's what not going to be easy to win the 400. We need a, for all the, I don't know what we'll call it, but there's going to be an exhibition 4x4 where Wilson, McLaughlin, Laverone, Bull, and either Muhammad or mm-hmm. Little. Mm-hmm. Run a four by four versus Paulino, Adeleke, Thomas, and Nasser. Mm. Oh, I, did, I forgot about Nasser too. So there's another one, and she's obviously run fast pre-suspension. Look, if it was a question of of like easier path to the gold for Sydney, it's the foreign hurdles, obviously. Even though Bull's really good and Wilson's really good, it's not the 400. But I just think based on what they've done so far, I think that she'll stick with the with the quarter. I want to talk about Gabby Thomas, though, because I like what she's doing. I think this is really interesting. She's only going to run the 200 at USA's. She's not going to run the one. She's not going to run the four. But why did she run the one and the four in New York? She wants to be considered for the relays in both. And I thought this was refreshing because people always complain about why am I not getting considered for this relay or that relay, and they don't have a time down. Or they ran some relay split at a meet in March and expect to be considered. She's actually putting her name down with a time from a legit meet and said, I would like to be considered for these events. I want to run these relays in addition to running my individual event, the 200. Don't know if it's going to work in terms of selection, but she's at least making an effort towards doing it. I think more athletes should do what she's doing. If you want to run the 4x4, run a 400 in a race that matters. And that's what she did. Yeah. Two of them. She's run two of them now. It'd be, the it's going to be hard to get on the team, It's though. going to be hard to get on either team, I yeah. feel. Yeah. yeah, Because her open 100 time isn't that good, but at the same time, you know, like... If she goes out there and is a medalist in the 200, you're, well, not, some you're, people be, are, you're worth the 4 by one And day. some people are going to get knocked out because they're not going to get to go because yeah. they're outside the top six. So it's going to be down to the six in the the in, pool in the 100 plus yeah. the twos and the ones. She'll probably be on the 4 by one if she's a medalist in the 200. Right. right. Yeah. And then she wants to be considered for the four, which when you look at the schedule and whose event conflicts with it and injuries and all that other stuff, she's like making a case yeah. for herself to be included. I just like it. She's just saying, hey, I'm going to run this race with the express purpose of getting on this team. Before we go to the next topic, why is your computer so loud? Well, are you like doing something? No. I think Are you I, programming? I mean, the chat is pretty. The chat's pretty hot. It's, it's causing the, your computer to start fried. Well, it's because the five hundred thousand subscriber YouTube channel is just—it's making it. It's just so distracting. Is it really distracting? Yeah, Tyler, if can you hear it in the microphones? No one can hear it, man. If you're distracted, no. If you're distracted by that, I'm you, distracted. You by need it. to have your. You need to take a lesson we from Abby to- Steiner, who after the two hundred said, "You got to block out the noise. You got to block okay. out the noise." She's turning off social media. She's all. Focus. Comparison is the thief of joy. She's dropping awesome quotes like that. She's turning off social media. That's what she said. That's not true. She I still posts on Instagram, Twitter, or whatever. She said she, she's oh. not looking at other people's times. Basically, okay. she's not getting caught up. She said the clock starts at zero. Oh. You need to take for everybody. You need to take some advice and not pay attention to the loud noises <laughs> my computer's making. Do this. Do the Usain Bolt thing, right? Yeah. All right. Let's talk about a thing, Mel. Eight hundred. That was the race I was most looking forward to watching because. You rarely see a world champion make their debut like June 24th. June, mid June, right? Like Late two, June, week, two weeks before they're qualifying at USA's, you know? Well, she's already qualified. Well, she's already qualified, but she, we didn't know what type of shape she was in. She scratched all the indoor races. Mm-hmm. She had that scratch at the LA meet. Mm-hmm. She comes out here. I thought we we're going to see one of two things. We we're going to see what we saw, where she's like, Guys, I'm a thing freaking Mo, yeah. and I'm going to dominate. Or we could see her kind of like, ooh, she's kind of a little rusty and kind of barely squeaks by with like a two-flat 159 win. We saw the the prior. We saw a completely controlled demolition 
I'm, you saw the I'm freaking a thing, Mo version? Yeah, I saw she's her. <laughs> uh, 158. Time doesn't really mean much to me, but it's still like in a, a good time. It's more about the separation. She was able to separate easily from Sage Herder Klecker and Allie Wilson. Now, Sage Herder Klecker and Allie Wilson are not Keely Hodgkinson, Keely Hodgkinson yeah. or Mara, Mo- Mary Mora, mm-hmm. but they are legit. They like. Could I mean, be on the team. They're run 150. Like, Allie Wilson can run 157 on a perfect day. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sage Herdeklecker is a, a legitimate sub-two type runner. So they are – it wasn't like she was beating a bunch of scrubs. She was beating A-minus tier 800-meter runners. And to be able to pull away that easily lets me know that she is on pace to be, you know – in contention to win against Kelly Hutchinson. I think Hutchinson is a lot better than she was last year, but Mo doesn't look like she's worse than last year right now off this first race. No, and from 200 to go to 150 to go, she put the whole thing to bed. Yeah. If you were worried about it, then you saw the camera angle switch when she came off the curve. Like, oh, she's going to win by a lot. And then the margin just grew from there. I thought, though, this could have been closer if Ajay Wilson ran her normal Ajay Wilson self, yeah. which would have been 159, she had an off day. She rarely has an off day. She finished last and jogged at the end. Two, yeah, 207. So I don't know what the issue was with her. Hopefully she's good for USA's. But you could see her running 159 in there, and then the margin wouldn't be as big. But the reality is the thing, Mo put two seconds on this field in the last 200 meters and with a, definitely could have handled a more aggressive start. She didn't even go – no one went with the rabbit. They all just went with the thing, Mo. It was kind of funny. So she could have put eight seconds on the field if she started from the beginning. Well, I think that's not how it works. But <laughs> I, I just I, – I thought this is exactly – when I was thinking about the race, previewing it, I said she's just going to do what she has to do to win, but she's also not going to leave it to the last second. And I think this was her being as restrained as possible. Again, just as the case in the quarter, though – there's real legit competition waiting outside of the United States. And for a thing, Mo, it's Keely Hodgkinson who's already run 155. So, she, yeah, she's going to need to be in uh, top form, but she has a lot of time to do it. And now, what, eight weeks to go until Budapest? Plenty of time to get where she needs to be, but that is going to be an awesome race. And maybe we'll even see them run before Worlds. Not likely, but we might. And that would be great. So uh, we asked her uh, – our uh, contributor Anderson did a great job getting yeah, all shout out to Anderson at the NYC Grand Prix. Asked about fifteen hundred versus eight hundred. She said, "Oh, just like did the my coach decides. We don't know. We're still deciding." Um, I think she's not running the fifth. I think she one. Can she run the fifteen at USA's without a time? Um. John did a report on that. He's, she's a, she's said a, that he asked some people at USA. Because she's a defending said, champion. Yeah, she's allowed to just run whatever she wants. Right, basically. Okay. Yeah. So she could just – I think she doesn't run – I think she might just run a 15 first round and then call it a day. Or why – you run eight first round. Yeah, eight call first round. Day, no yeah. She's so good in the 400. It's just funny that we're having this conversation about her doubling and it doesn't involve the 400. Which you could argue may potentially even be her best event. Right. Because she's right now not on the entries – for the 800? For yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. But the entries so close step, in a day or two. Step one, get entered. Get entered. In the meet. That's step two. Always the first step. Yeah, choose the event. And then step three. No, first step, wake up. Run the event. Brush your teeth. Make the, go to the bathroom. Make your to-do list. Change. Yeah. I think. Enter I, the meet. I think if you're a Thingmo fan, I think you're just really happy based on yeah. the margin of victory. And, I was concerned and that actually, Thingmo was going to be... Well, Sundridge or Drive doing commentary, the first lap was concerned, and I think a lot of other people were like, wait a minute, uh-oh, is, is this like where she's at? But then things just changed so quickly. Yeah. Okay, she's clearly informed now. She hasn't... She's definitely where she was last year. I think the, the challenge is she doesn't... That last year I don't think is going to be enough to beat oh, this man. year's Hodgkinson. She's got to be back to 2021 a thing, Mo, and maybe even quicker than that if she's going to get the gold. Let's stay on the 800. Yes, let's stay on the 800. Bryce Hopple, big win. Back, question mark? Yeah. I think yes, period, exclamation mark, whatever uh, punctuation you want to use. We said this was the, the dress rehearsal, the trial run. With a lot of the guys at USA's. Not all of them, yeah. but Hopple, Harris. Kessler's not going to run 800 at USA's, but he was third. Brandon Miller, Will Sumner. Yeah, I think 144 mid for Hopple. 
this is an ongoing theme, unpredictability in all these events. We can, I want to talk about that later. But I don't know. What was your what was your main takeaway from this? I mean, honestly, other than Hopple being back, I thought about this from the perspective of Hobbs Kessler running a PR and going 145.8 and just like, okay, he's in really good yeah, position two weeks out. I think Cole Hawker ran an 800. 146. He ran 146. Yeah. So Kessler's showing that he has the speed. I wonder what Nagusko ran an 800 in right now. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Uh, he did. Did he? I think he ran an eight hundred. He's he? early. Yeah, early season. Maybe he probably ran one forty six or something like that. Uh, Every fifty hundred meter runner, mostly they run one forty six. Yeah, if you ever want to yeah. guess, if you ever in trivia night, and it's like this uh, is the PR of such and such fifty hundred meter runner. Okay, guess. I'm going to go through every athlete and tell you what my takeaway is. And I'm going to start with Bryce Hopple. Takeaway is Hopple is in shape to make the team, but I don't think he is in shape to be a metal threat yet. Like, I still think USA... Yet. 146 for niggers. I still think USA is going to potentially even be shut out making any of the finals at, at Worlds. Uh, Isaiah Harris, it's good. Uh, he could sneak onto the team if he just has a perfect day. I would expect his experience of being at met- multiple meets, His uh, that's going to be his one advantage over Will Sumner. Yeah, is that he's like I've been here before. I've done the three rounds before. Kessler, I think it shows that he can make the fifteen hundred meter team. Brandon Miller, I don't know. I I thought I would get more from Brandon Miller. I think Brandon Miller might not make the team. That's my thought from this performance. Will Sumner, this was purely I'm tired race. Mm-hmm. It was hey guys, I just did the in the scorching sun of Austin, Texas, ran a one forty four with a crazy negative split. Yeah, I ain't gonna constantly. I do not entertain. Right, so he's he's chilling. I think though Sumner's odds of making the team are kind of going to be hard, in my opinion. I really do think that Hopple, uh, Murphy, and Harris that's are my, the team is my favorite for the team. Okay, and I think Harris is the one who's going to try to use his experience and knock off Brandon Miller or Will Sumner. But Eric Sawinski, man, he got six in this race. He's back. He ran one forty six, but ninety eight. 146.98. But that was his second race of the day. He ran a 155.800 like an hour prior. Love it. Because he was pacing the 1500. Our boy, Eric Sawinski, man, he's and he's currently in Ostrava, Probably. which you guys can watch live on Flow Track on Tuesday, pacing the 1500 in Ostrava. Yeah. He's living his best life. But we said that the last three years. I want Eric Sawinski to make the team so bad. We, <laughs> it would be the greatest thing ever. Yeah. And I want. I want him to go to the starting line of the 800 final at USA's and tell it, hey, guys, I got you. I'll rabbit. Yeah. And then everyone's just like, all right, we guys, we can't pass Eric Swinsky. He's the rabbit. And then he uses some unique way of like turning into some like, sort of mind trick. There's like a one, there's like an 80 second opening lap. And everyone's like, well, we can't pass Eric Swinsky till 400 to go. Yeah. yeah. And then he just or like, he goes out hard the first 150 and then just kind of drifts back and then just tucks in. He just, just makes something with them. Yeah, messes with them. Yeah. Eric Swinsky, I love that he. Ran the 800 in a decent 146 time. I mean, yeah, he, uh, I don't know, and Abe Alvarado, 147, he, he's not going to make the team. But, uh, yeah, I think Hopple, Murphy, and Harris are my most likely result with Miller and Sumner trying to take out Harris. All right, I want to come back to the team because the question I want to ask you is which team right now is the hardest to predict for the U.S. on the running event side of things? Because I have – I'm What's the definition a, of hardest to predict? Like top three. There's only. Do you want to do it now? We can do it now. There's only two men's and women's side. There's only two teams. I feel somewhat confident in predicting the top three. Uh, but it's, here's the thing: there are teams where it's going to be three of five. So that's, someone asked. I, I, it's obvious it's going to be one of three of these five people. Yeah, that's not that's not what I'm talking about. Okay. I'm talking about the top three. The top three. So men's ten thousand, Klecker, Kincaid, Fisher. Yes, that's probably the easiest. That's one. And then I was gonna say, not the steeple. Five K. There's too many people. The two hundred of Curly runs, but because you have Knight and Bednarik and then Curly, but I don't know if he's gonna run that. I think we might be looking at the the one four situation. But the men, let's just go through them. The men's hundred, completely up in the air. We already talked about that. Men's two. Men's four. Who knows? 800. You outlined a potential three, but Sumner can get in there. And, or Miller. Or Miller can get in there. Um, 15 is 15, more than three guys. 15 wide open. Steeple, pretty open. 5,000. You got the 
couple I mentioned. You got Tear. You got Abdelhamid Nur. High Hurdles would be one. Holloway gets the bye. Maybe it's Allen, Cunningham, and Roberts, who just had a good win over the weekend. You are. What? Allen, Cunningham, and Roberts are making the team? Who did you leave out? Oh, you left out the guy that Cordell Tinch. Okay, so that the Bowerman people left out, which we'll get to because I have, yeah, get to that I have some Cordell Tinch. No, you're not going to outflank me on Cordell Tinch takes. I planted a flag no, like three weeks ago about that, and I'm not going to have you come in here and and steal it from me. I'm like the, okay. the girlfriend who becomes a fan of the playoff team when they make a deep run. So, so okay, high hurdles. Yeah, there's okay. So that one's tough. There's a mess. That's kind of a mess, or at least four four for three spots. Four hundred hurdles seems pretty obvious. Benjamin, Allen, and Bassett. Allen, Bassett. Okay, Rosser maybe. Okay, and then women's side. Do you want to do the women's side of things? 10-5. There's been a lot of people. Yeah, that's too many. We don't know. Fifteen. No. Still wide open. Steeple. I don't open. Know. Right. A lot of people haven't been running. Women's eight. No, you don't know at all. No. Women's four. Sydney. No. Gabby's not running, and then a lot of question yeah. marks after that. Women's two? Two. I mean, you could get two out of there with Shakari and Abby. Well, and I, think Gabby Shikari, Tom, I think Gabby Thomas can make the team. Yeah, but sh- yeah, Shakari, Abby, and Gabby. Okay. That might be the, the one where you feel the most confident. And then the 100, you feel good about Richardson, Aliyah Hobbs. And then the third is. And then is the third is question mark. I think you know, uh, Jefferson, Terry, Akinison, Tamari Davis. Like, There's a lot of people who can make that that team. Women's high hurdles is tough. You know, Harrison, Johnson, et cetera, et cetera. Women's four hurdles, mystery there. So we'll, we could talk a little bit. So Roberts and Allen run 13.01 and 13.04. Good runs for them, season's best. Allen working his way up. Allen started his season as like a 13.04 and then I slowly knock it down to 13.0. They're timing their seasons right. Roberts was injured earlier in the year. Yeah. He just started running in June or started racing, racing in yeah. June. Um, but the real story around the 110 hurdles is we have a new world leader. In Cordell Tinch, who in uh, Fayetteville, Fayetteville yeah. runs a win legal 1296. The world leader is 1298 held by Grant Holloway. Now, he did run a sub-13 with ridiculous wind mm-hmm. earlier in the year. And, you know, ridiculous wind times sometimes are real, sometimes they're fake. In this chance situation, it was real. Because 1296, man, world lead, that is like... We talked about Holloway having a broad belt problem. Has Holloway even ever raced Cordell Tinch? Uh, it's something I could look up right now. Look it up. I don't. I don't think he has the problem yet because he doesn't. Um, you know, in a, in a big race, it's always it's been parchment, it's been broad belt. But I was. Uh, I mean, was anybody surprised? Yeah, you're surprised with sub thirteen win legal. Yes. 1301 to 1310, not surprised, but 1296 world lead over Grant Holloway. Well, they beat Grant Holloway in the race, but I don't know about you. That is something that you got to look out for. He also kind of looks like A.J. Brown, which I love because big Eagles fan. Okay, Cordell Tinch versus Grant Holloway. 1 0. They raced, well, NCAA outdoors in 2019 in the semis. But he was a DNS. Yeah. So they didn't race. Is that one know? Why yeah. is it one know? Yeah, they count DNSs. Okay, so have never lined up together, but that was a long time ago. Yeah, that was Holloway's uh, senior year. That would have been Tinch's freshman year, I believe. Then he went. That was at Kansas. Then he went to JUCO, and then now he's uh, at D two. We had talked about how everything had happened at NCAA Outdoors for Tinch to be part of the Bowerman finalists. He should have been in that group. We thought Jadon Hibbert. We're talking it. about Bowerman finals as in the top three. Top three, right? We didn't. We didn't say, "Hey, Tint should win it." We said Hibbert should get. We the said win. should be in the top three. But we had Hibbert one. We had Tint two, and then there was like a little bit of space. And then anybody, three. And then yeah, choose. It was wide open. Well, he wasn't on the list. He wasn't even in the top ten. That is ridiculous. To not be in the top ten. Well, they. There are not. Because obviously Hibbert's better than him. But there are not eight other men who had better 
collegiate season. Well, you say Hibbert's better than him, but now we have the 1296. So, judging... Even with the 1296, Hibbert's better. okay. Because Hibbert's still a world leader. Hibbert's been, like, perfect. He's jumped, like, four times, and every time it's amazing. So, this is the 10. Alekna, Garland, Geis, Goodermson. Alekna, lost NCAA outdoors. Hibbert, Lindsay, I don't, you know, there's just 10 of them. It'll take too long for you to air your grievances. McLeod, uh, Nugenbauer, Robinson, and, and Rooks. I said it before. I'll say it again. If you're not including him in your top three, or especially in your top 10... You're basically saying D2 athletes are not eligible for this award. There's there's no way. There's no way because even if you take his wind legal marks, he was the best high hurdler in the country Yeah. On the, at the NCAA level. Then you throw in that he won the high jump, won the long jump, some good marks there as well too. He should have been on this list. And then it's just so funny. That he was on the top 10 before NCAA Outdoors. Right. And then probably Kai Robinson jumped up there and Nuka Bauer jumped up there. Yeah, but people he, stayed there who lost. Right. Exactly, which is my problem with it. And it, it's just so – the timing is just hilarious. It's as if he just read, oh, okay, I'm not top ten. I'm sorry, though. Like, I'm Kai go Robinson, great runner, but, like, his double at NCAAs, that's – Not the same as Tinch's trip, yeah. He ran, like, 14-0 something. And, like, all right, that's cool. But, like, it wasn't an impressive, like, oh, my God, a 5K, 10K double. We've never seen this. Like, yeah. That, those happen all the Tinch time. Tinch is getting penalized because he's D2. Yes. Obviously, because if he went and won three events at D1, he'd be fine. But do you think the fine. voters now see this guy, this college oh, guy, yeah. run the world lead and be like, oh, yeah, he wasn't in our Bowerman? Like, it's, that's that's what – and then it's you get into weird stuff because it's not a collegiate record because it's outside the season. So then people are calling it like a all – what is it? What's the term they're using? All dates. All but <laughs> they're going to argue like that 1296 doesn't count. But he still ran a 1299 well, in collegiate season. Yeah, it was windy. Right. That's my, but that's my point is the 1296, even though it doesn't count, it just validates all of what he's done. Yeah. And it, it really makes the claim of, hey, this guy isn't just like good for D2 or this guy isn't just good for D1. He's one of the all-time great collegiate hurdlers. And I, you don't have him in your top 10. He's an all-time great collegiate high hurdler. Not the greatest. And he's not but in among your top the greatest, 10. Not in your top 10 for this year. And it's not like this top 10 has a ton of people who lost at NCAAs. Ton of people, and even if you're saying who okay, choked at NCAA's. well, then that's fine. Okay, you had a great season and you lost at NCAA's, and we we want to emphasize the whole season. I get it. That's fine. Sure, keep one or two of those guys, but you got to keep Cordell Tinch on the list. You had ten slots. Ten. You had ten chances to get this right, and you got it wrong. Kevin, you know my bit about it's not a bit; it's the truth that Treasure X. Fraudulent. Well, the five hundred thousand people don't know. So, do you want it? No, you want to re-rack that? It's twenty sixteen, right? No, that was the year. I was kidding. It was twenty sixteen, though. That was the year. We don't need to. Yeah, we don't where need to where go they gave it. the Bowerman to uh, Jerry Lawson because of a made-up uh, thing about talking about uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Jesse Owens. That's okay. Anyway, that him not getting the Bowerman. You know Jesse Owens? That's so embarrassing. I, I know Jesse. I know who Jesse Owens is. Okay, continue. We don't really need to tell the story again. That was a joke. I'm retelling the story. Please don't. For the, other 500,000 subscribers who are clearly excited about this podcast coming to their channel. They're like, yeah, what, sorry, we're coming. Yeah. We, uh, we'll be here. We're here. We're not leaving. Um, but him not getting the Bowerman I thought was the most ridiculous thing ever because of his triple indoors and weighted out double outdoors. He had five titles. Should have won. And I think they didn't give it to him because they thought he'll get it senior year. But he got in the finals. He got least. in the finals at least. And it's me complaining about him not winning it. I get it. It's hard. There's always can be one winner. Yeah. But – there can be 10 people <laughs> who can make the top 10. And the fact that he doesn't even get in the top 10 uh, yeah. is worse. I think this is a worse decision than Cheserek not getting the Bowerman. Wow. I didn't think I'd live to see the day. Yeah, this is worse than Cheserek not getting the Bowerman. I'm going to have to log off. Because they can say, well, like, Cheserek was still top two. He's great. And I'm like, all right, well, cool. There's no congratulations for second. But, like, the fact he's not even top 10, Cordell Tinch, man, he needs to – Well. He needs he, to protest. He go pro. He needs to go he ran pro. Twelve ninety six. He needs to make the team. Okay, I'm gonna. I can't he still has to... eligibility too. He still has eligibility. He's he, listed as a sophomore. Oh, and then he'll go and he'll run well, and then they'll nominate him, and everyone will be like, "Oh yeah, cool." And it's like, "Oh, you just covering your butts." So David in the chat says it would be hilarious if the committee would make Tinch a finalist after not including him as a semifinalist. Can you do that? No rule against it. Well, I think they have to choose between the ten. Can it be a write-in t- vote? Top ten. There should be. People should protest. They have to know that they look dumb, right? I think a lot of them... They're probably thinking no one notices. Like, oh, no one's noticing. Right, and maybe they didn't notice him throughout the year. Or they saw the the windy time, and they said, okay. And they saw 
Oh, the high jump. Okay, yeah. Long jump. Oh, that's, that's pretty good. But we have a bunch of other collegiate athletes we're going to put on there. I think that the 1296 got everybody's attention because everybody was posting it's about it. It's faster than what Grant Holloway did. Yeah. And Grant Holloway won the Bowerman. Yeah. Yeah. He ran faster than what the previous Bowerman. Yeah. The guy who's Grant Holloway's going to probably host the Bowerman. But I'm, he hosted last year, right? But I'm saying, I'm saying though, discount that because they don't want to they don't want to count it it goes outside the window that's fine i'm just saying that's what got their attention though but that draws your attention to his whole resume and you look at his whole resume and you think this guy's definitely top three let alone top 10 they're gonna hold on to like oh 1296 happened outside the window it's like yo 1299 happened inside the window yeah well they'll say it's windy no. uh, Courtney Lindsay was windy yeah and we know you love the wind yeah i love the wind the wind anyway Let's keep going. How do we – yeah, we ended up – we went from most mysterious – okay, you never gave me your – the event that you have uh, – the event that you think is going to be the hardest per, to predict at USA's top three running event. What do you think it is? Hardest to predict? Yeah. Let me predict it. Well, don't predict it. Tell me what the event is and why you think it's unpredictable. Uh, let's say the men's 400. It's going to be like a hodgepodge of college kids. You know, uh, Champion Allison's entered. He hasn't run all year. Yeah. I think 400. I think there's there's going to be people who ran well at NCAAs who aren't going to run well at USA's because they put it all out there. And they're like, wait, you ran 44 low in your final. Now you can't even make the final at USA's? And it's like, yeah, man, I just couldn't extend the season that much longer. And then there are people who are like, hey, you didn't even make the final. And now all of a sudden, you know, like bowling could ma- uh, make the team. Even though he got second here in 45, like, bowling could find a way to get on the team. So I think the men's 400 is going to be the hardest to predict. I'm looking at the entries right now as of this recording, Monday midday. I don't see – Bowling's entered. Fred Curley, yeah. Yeah, Fred Curley's entered. That's the one. Yes. That's the game changer. That will be fun. That elevates this from, okay, this event is just wide open, bunch of parody – uh, not a superstar in it to, oh my gosh, this is yes. going to be one of the most watched events of the entire sure. competition if Curly decides to throw his hat in the ring. But right now, yeah, if you run under 45.5, I don't know, you can make it. <laughs> you have a great day. Not you have to run faster than 45.5 on the day, but if you come in with a 45.5 time and just um, put together a couple awesome rounds. But you're, yeah, you mentioned Allison hasn't run this year. Willie, uh, Collegian, Norwood, and Deadman, uh, veteran guys. Robinson, Godwin, Collegians. Robinson, U.S. champ. That's right. That's right. Indoors. I could see Justin Robinson. Back to back. What's it mean to win the sweep, take the sweep in the 400? Who's the last person to do that? History in the making. (laughs) All right. Now for our next segment called the uh, race that no one watched, but I saw the result, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. We should make a jingle for that. That was I like. Also, you picked up the microphone before that, like you're doing a stand-up yeah, set, yeah, yeah. and you didn't really need to because no. the bases are really heavy. Can you introduce the segment one more time? What's it called? Uh, the race that nobody watched, but I looked at the result and I was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." <laughs> Delivery was better even the second time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done. Talking about the women's fifteen hundred, Portland had a, a small meet happen over the weekend. Uh, a couple distance races. Uh, Safana San ran a five k. Mm. Uh, which is like, I thought you're not running the 5K, Safan. You got, she's she like, might. or I thought she's just doing the 10. I don't oh, know, Safan Hassan. She's going to add to all three, and then we're going to have yeah. to figure it out. Um, Safan Hassan watched part eight. Uh, but no, the women's 1500, uh, Sinclair Johnson, who hasn't run much all year. I, was that her season opener? Let me check. I should know this. I didn't come prepared for my segment. Your segment. It was, I need to be. People do, are really excited about it. Do more research. Okay, it was her 1500 meter outdoor debut so she ran a she ran oh no it wasn't it was her second 1500 meters uh ooh, this is interesting we may have controversy no i don't think it should be a problem but you know how like world athletics needs to like approve a, a result yeah right it's, now is that listed it's not listed mm. okay and that's her standard mm. For USA's or for worlds? For worlds. Mm. So while she makes the team, I'm sure she's fine. And on doesn't points. have the standard. She's got to be fine on points. But honestly, I don't know that to be true. I just say that with. But like, got to be fine. Imagine on points. if she runs four flat and it doesn't count World Athletics eyes, and therefore she doesn't have the standard, even though she ran four flat. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, regardless, she ran four or five at the keep high the train on meet. the tracks. Yeah, she ran four or five at the high school meet. Then she comes back and runs four flat here. Sinclair Johnson kind of staying under the radar. You know, Nikki Hiltz has been running pretty well. Uh, so it's at Norris. I would look at those two as probably your top two when it comes to the 1500. Norris can do the five or 15. I'm not sure which one she's leaning towards. Uh, but yeah, 405 to four flat, Sinclair Johnson in the mix. Now, here's the thing though I have a second segment within my segment. Mm, it's like a nesting doll. Yeah. I get you win with the Sinclair Johnson news because mm-hmm. I think she can now make the team. I think Sinclair. Norris and Hilton play your top Wait, three. You think she can make the – yes, she can make the team. Well, before that, when she wasn't she's, running, I thought running. she was injured. And yeah. it's like, oh, you go out and you run 405. I'm not, I thought you were going to say, I'm I think she makes the team, not I think she can make the team. Okay, what's, your other, what's your other athlete? What's your okay, other? this is in smaller. Mm-hmm. There was even smaller meet mm-hmm. that nobody watched. Mm-hmm. And it's a result. That means a lot. And you were looking it up. Elaine Thompson, hurrah. Yeah, I did. Elaine Thompson, hurrah, made a return to the track. 11-24. 11-24, Kevin. Plus 1.5 on the win. There was uh, there was a quote. I saw it somewhere. I wanted to pull it up about just the challenges that she's had this year. Um, 11.24. Yeah. I mean, she won. Don't, it, was oh, an, uh, it was an all-comers meet. I don't really know. She won. <laughs> I don't really know what the – you know, you don't really know what the purpose – I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I know, like – what the field was like and the conditions were for the JAAA all-comers meet. Well, the conditions were 1.5 wind. Right. But, I mean, I don't – I didn't see the video in terms of, like, competition. Like, did she shut it down? Yeah, obviously it's not – we would think she'd be under 11 at this point. Listen, if you're basing your top five on this season's results and this season's results alone – 11.24 is the 100 100- – Time okay, I know what 11:24 is. I'm you just saying I don't know. You did the, not know it was a hundredth time in the world. I know that it's not what it's like slower than she can run. I'm, that's not her. <laughs> okay, continue. Okay. Sorry, I'm ruining your segment. Yeah, this was my segment. I don't even know if it had a name. <laughs> it had 500,000 <laughs> people. Please watch. That's the name of the segment. Oh, the five. If you're going for the five, like who would be the top five just based on this year and results alone? You'd have to have. Hobbs in there, you'd have to have Richardson in there, you'd have to have Tolu in there, and you'd have to have Julian Alford in there. And then the you know the fifth spot would be open. You could I mean Shrika. I put Shrika in there. And that's not the order. Yeah. But those would be the the five right now. Now, can Asher Smith get in there? Absolutely. Can Thompson Rock get in there? Absolutely. Can Fraser Price get in there? Absolutely. Like no, absolutely though. You can't just you're just throwing the word absolutely out there like it's a they can. You can't just throw absolutely. That's a strong word. Man. I'm not saying they absolutely are going to, but I'm saying absolutely it's a possibility. That's, but that's all it I'm may not be a possibility because it is June 26. Worlds is in like a, uh, two months. Yeah. Well, it, yes. It's not about Worlds. Lane Thompson has to qualify. She has to, that's what I'm saying. It's about Jamaican trials. And Fraser Price, I she think, said qualify. in a post. Well, I know, but she said she's going to run there. All I'm saying is if they go 1-2 in Budapest, nobody is surprised, including me. But right now, right now, based on the results of the They're year. They're not going 1-2 right now. These, yeah, the four are the, the four that I, or the five are the five that I mentioned. And in some order, and you can argue about the order, they're pretty close. But right now, they're not in it. Similarly, you made a post about the U.S. men's 100-meter chances. A little bit different because we feel good about Curly. But the chance of the sweep is really hard when you have Zarnell Hughes out there running 9-8 low. And you have Omanyala and you have... Tobogo and you have Sambine and you have Akeem Blake and you have Oblique Seville. It's just like there's a I long would, list of guys there. I would plus I, I think I would put a thousand dollars that neither Shelly Ann or Lane Thompson Raw medal at Worlds this year. You could probably get pretty good odds in that. All in the game Would you? All, no, I don't bet a thousand. You really dollars. think they they can still medal this year? I think it's I don't think I it's think happening. They, I think they can medal. I'm not well yeah, can, but will. I mm. we we're seeing it happen before our eyes, man. She's, they're not healthy. Well, we haven't even seen. Fraser they're not healthy. Yeah. If they were healthy, they would run. And I think that it's like they're chalking up the year as a as a skipped year, and they're going to refocus their energy towards 2024. Paris, maybe. Yeah. All in the game says, which collegians will make the best impression at USA's? Gordon, thoughts? Which collegians? Yeah. Sumner? What's the definition of a good impression? Making the team. PJ, PJ Austin, Courtney Lindsay, um, Willie. Well, you know, one of the 400-meter runners. There's a lot of them. Uh, harder and the longer-distance stuff, you'd think. Tinch. I mean, the the steeple guys. 
Rooks and Hamilton. Yeah. The dynamic duo of the steeple. Um, women's side, obviously, Britton Wilson. Good candidate. Is Britton Wilson going to be healthy? Hope so. Hope so. I think she will. Um, yeah, on the women's side, it's... My, who, who else are we missing on the women's side for U.S. collegians on the running events that could make a team? I mean, Talitha Diggs? Mm-hmm. 200. It's just all offered. I mean, Mackenzie Long. She yeah. Could, she'd come yeah. in there. She'd come but in. the women's, too, is so hard. That's but true. for yeah. the U.S., you know, to crack into that top three. I mean, I would... I oh, mean, someone t- says Jasmine Moore. I was, I was talking r- running events, but absolutely Jasmine. Yeah, Moore. Jasmine Moore's going to win more yeah. than the Reds. Uh, I mean, Tui, that's an unknown. Mm-hmm. We, maybe she can, like, get back to her normal self and, you know, be in the mix. Mm-hmm. I think, though, Tui might be a, now a year away. Like, and I think she could probably get fourth or fifth in one in the five or 15. And then just so use much... that to, like, kind of catapult to next year. There's so much just unpredictability about who's even going to run the five. Oh, 800. Rose. Oh, Michaela Rose. Yep. Okay, that's a good one. But like, women's five. All right. Monson, you feel good about. Andrews, you feel good about. Infield, Kaladi. Oh, sorry. I called her Norris. I apologize, Josette. Um. Yeah, I guess. So, like, Schweizer's not in here. Cranny, Cranny Cranny's not in here. But, like, Monson and Monson and Andrews, you could see. That's the two. M- making a team. And then the women's 10. I want to make a bet with you that neither Shelly Ann, Fraser Price, or uh, Elaine Thompson, hurrah, will medal this year. You want to make that bet? Neither one will medal in an individual of, individual A one or a two? Yes. Yeah, I'll bet you a dollar. You just lost a dollar. This is gonna. I rough. think you lifetime have a lot finance. of money. You have a lot. Of I've my made money so much money off, off of, of you. Me, yeah, yeah. This one, like right now, you have the odds in your favor. I think. Yeah, but, I do. Yeah. So that's why I only bet you a dollar. Okay. Lifetime, I'm up on you. Uh, let's see. Looking at the chat. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Well, you're looking at the chat too. Look at Gordon dialed in on the chat, folks. Look at that. I'm looking. Just any any comments you like. Someone said, oh, Leah Armstrong, that's a good one. Messiah Russell, it's a good one. Um, people debating people's form. This is great podcasting. No, this I'm is just, the I'm silence of watching you read. Beef Boy says, LOL. Don't know what the LOL is response to, but LOL. All right, I have an update. <laughs> Uh-oh. So you know how I made rankings yeah. for world rankings? Yeah, how are they doing? Wait, you made and rankings I, for I, world rankings? I, you made rankings I, I, for... No, I made a world rankings and a U.S. ranking. Yeah. And I think it's time that I need to update them because... Yeah, uh, do it. Especially the U.S. side because things have changed. Yeah. Kofan Charleston ran that 990, moved up, right? Different dynamics have unfolded. Now Bryce Hopple looks better in the eight. Different things have happened, right? A thing Mo has run a race, so now I can rank her properly in the world. But so the way I do my rankings is I have this Excel sheet. Right, mm-hmm. and I go through, and I have the numbers, and I do the algorithm calculations, and I update it. And this Excel sheet file lives on my desktop. Uh, and oh, I also have a bunch of other files on my desktop. And two days ago, I was like, I need to clean off my desktop. So I was just like, going, oh yeah, delete, 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 delete. Oh, random Excel file, delete. I deleted the rankings. <laughs> it's probably for the best. They were pretty bad. And so late last night, I realized that. I was like, oh, crap, I deleted the rankings. I mean, they're still on the website, but the formula that populated it is gone. Yeah. So I'm coming out with another set of pair of new rankings this week. Good. And they may hold true to what I did two weeks ago, but they may be drastically different because my algorithm might have changed. And then your arguments are just going to vary wildly. So expect new rankings on the U.S. and world side this week. I don't know the exact day. I was pulling all the data late last night. Um, yes, it's going to be emba- it's embarrassing because you're going to be like, wait, why does this person go from 8th to 4th or from 3rd to ninth, and yeah. nothing changed? And I'll be like, well... Something changed. Something you just cha- don't know about it. Yeah, just you just don't know about it. Yeah, so new rankings coming out. I'm excited, for, especially the U.S. ones. That's the ones that I care most more about is because USA's is like a week away. Yeah. And uh, excited to bust this out. So look out for... 
U.S. rankings, world rankings, and also it's standard watch time. There are some athletes who don't have the standard who are relying on getting in on their yeah. world ranking points. Remind me, to, remind me, what did we bet on again? No medal in the one and the two. For Sh- Shelly Ann and Elaine. And Sharika, right? No. <laughs> did not include <laughs> Sharika in that. Uh, all in the game. says, can't remember, but did y'all talk about Nafi TM coach Michael Vander Platson's comments on Anna Hall last week? Did you see this? Uh, yeah, I saw Anna Hall clap back. How did she respond? Okay, so here's the quote. We didn't talk about this. Thank you. Uh, the quote is this. It's from Nafi TM's coach. Uh, she has a lot of speed, less technique. It's a bit typical of the Americans. She's a good athlete, and her performance is good for the combined events. I understand the enthusiasm of the media and the public, but I remind you that Nafi has always had tough opponents against her, Ennis, Johnson, Thompson, Vetter, etc. And to become European indoor champion this year, you had to beat the world record. So for Nafi, it's not really a new phenomenon, and between Gotsis and Budapest, it will not necessarily be the same story. What was her response? Well, her response was just retweeting the quote. Love it. Great response by her. <laughs> Do you think Nafi TM's like, hey, don't say that, coach? Like, this is just going to add more well, fuel to the fire? I, the I'm second sh- half of it, so the second half, I think it's totally fine. I remind you, she's had tough opponents, and you had to beat the world record. It's not new, and it's not going to be the same thing. But, but like, well, he was probably asked, hey, what are your thoughts on Anna Hall's, like, and he's going to say, like, I think my athlete's ready to go. Yeah, well, I know, but the it's a bit typical of the Americans. Um She's a good athlete, and her performance is good for the combined events. I understand the enthusiasm of meeting the public. I guess, that, yeah, that's not really that – not that spicy. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's cool because it's not – you know, like, oh, now you care about this person, but right. can't remember. Like, check out the resume. Yeah. She's like scoreboard. She's well, scoreboard. just like ri- rings, basically. Yeah, rings, like, yeah. She's, yeah, she she's has, doing the Clay Thompson four. Yeah, she didn't have four yet, though, but – okay, so you're. what do you think? Like it? Don't like it? I mean, you want people to give their honest opinion of things, so you can't criticize them when they do do it. The typical, I think, the thing that probably raised people's eyebrows a bit was that it's typical of the Americans typical section. The Tip- Americans. Typical. Is that the accent that he the has? The Americans. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I think it's. Uh, I don't know. I didn't. Do, do you think Anna Hall feels disrespected? There's a reason she's retweeting it. <laughs> I Means it's makes it interesting. Um, but has a lot of speed, less technique. Is like she's good at the track events and not as good at the field. I events. guess when you That's say what so, that means. yeah, well, when you say less technique, it's just, that is a shot, right? But it's, it's no, I mean, she's really good at the 800. Well, right, like, right, 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 right. I mean, she's better at the 800 than she is at the shot put, and I don't think that's a. Not yes, but I'm but like when you say less technique, it, it gives it's like hey, I work hard to get my technique as as good as it is. Like I'm I'm technical. But I too. think he meant he he good might at track, I, bad at the field. And I don't know, I don't know this. She gentleman. gets her points and she relies on the track points more than the field points. Right, right. He's just again, I don't know him, but you know, doing the most generous interpretation. And it's a bit typical of the Americans where they are, you know, maybe he's just doing a general overall analysis of what the heptathlon's been and it's like, hey, if you don't know her, she's she's stronger in these events and yeah. these events which follows but the pattern tr- of her country. Is that true that most Americans get most of their points more from the track events versus the field events? Like Ashton Eaton, was he where did he where was his like big points? They were probably from well, he, the I mean, long jump his and long the 400. Yeah, but I mean long jump is that I guess it's not. That's not his technique. I think it's not, though, like the pole vault vault. and the – there's more. I like how you're doing the motion for all of them. The pole vault, the shot put. Well, they don't vault in the hat. Yeah, they don't vault in the hat, but they should. That'll be fun. Yeah, that's my – I don't – I think it's a bunch of nothing. I think we're reaching. I think we're reaching. I think we're searching for controversy. There's no controversy. Gordon says no controversy. No controversy. That's my official – Who's your segment. Controversy or not? Not no controversy. Con- okay, who's your pick? Do you have an early Budapest pick for the heptathlon? You're gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. Okay. I got. I may be. Awesome. I got up to, my rank. My rankings are all over the place right now. So I, I mean, I'm that. sure like TM though is probably not thrilled that it became a thing. I don't think she cares. You know, I mean, this cares? thing uh-huh. has 204 likes. It's it's okay. It's not like it's on a channel with 500. <laughs> it's not like we're talking about broadcasting to the masses. All right. Anybody else questions? Comments. Now's your time. Oh wait, we're one. one yeah, we're time to go almost. 
I just time to get rid of the Tyler go. So, what'd you think of our first show ever on our my computer full liked track it full track page? My computer liked it. I'm sure the Spotify listeners are like, "What's the difference? It's still on Spotify." Spotify folks and Apple Podcast folks are I, just still listening. How do you power rank where people listen to us? You mean which ones do I like the most? Yeah. I mean, I appreciate people who are in front of a you know, computer or device to watch us because we do have visuals that we put up. So that's kind of cool. And I like that they can comment in real time. But I'm, me personally, I'm more of an audio person. So I would never begrudge anyone for listening to us when they go for a run or do chores around the house. So I, I can't really, I can't, sorry. Not, not, that's a con, it's too controversial. She's your favorite child type situation. Exactly, right? I can't, and do, you can't that. Ask you to do it. But you yeah. do have a favorite child, right? Of your three? I have a f- I have a leader in the clubhouse. You do? Right now, yeah. Can you say? No, next pod. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Man, make sure you like and subscribe. Liking helps the algorithm, apparently. And uh, we'll be back on this channel moving forward. Um, Monday will be the – we'll have USA's preview. Yeah. Next week. Mega preview on Monday. Uh, we're also going to be doing live pods after each day of USA's in July. So that should be exciting. Um, lots of stuff to go through. Keep watching. Live track me tomorrow, though. Ostrava. We didn't even preview it. It's going to be good. Bombulo's running. Yeah. Yeah. Some really good field event stuff, too. Field events. Yeah. Krauser's out there. Et cetera, et cetera. Which is kind of wild. He's got USA's. He's like, I'm going to Ostrava. Yep. Also, Ostrava, best logo. It's just the word Ostrava with three exclamation points. Great logo. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Tyler. Peace.